Hey there. Welcome to ATL in 29, the podcast that looks at the NBA from the starting point of Atlanta. My name is Kevin Chenard. Uh, doing something of an impromptu solo episode today. We got to see part of a practice for the Summer League team. That's kind of a new development, and I wasn't really anticipating this. Uh, the only portions of practices that I've seen for the past four-plus years were mostly the free-throw drills at the end of practice. Um, not a whole lot of scrimmaging, anything like that. Today, uh, we saw I saw roughly three hours of a practice-slash-scrimmage, and I took some notes, and I thought the podcast format was the best means of sharing it. And in addition, uh, a couple of the injured Hawks got to talk to, um, and so I'll include some notes there, but I just wanted to keep everybody updated on what I saw in the practice. Uh, let, me, let me start first with the two injured players. Uh, DeAndre Bembry and Kevin Herter were both on the court for portions of today's practice. Uh, Herter did less than Bembry. Uh, Herder was basically on the court for individual work and, you know, he had a brace on his right hand. So everything that he did, he only did with his left hand. Uh, Bembry did a little bit more. Uh, he didn't have any braces on. He participated in some five on zero work where they were going up and down the court but he didn't take part in the scrimmage and he didn't do anything where there was uh, a chance of contact. Uh, so he only did, you know, drill work where it was just the offense on the court, no defense. <clears throat> Herder is on the Hawks summer league roster, but he said today that he is not going to play. He said his next medical appointment is not until after the end of summer league. So there's no chance that he's going to play. Uh, Bembry is not on the summer league roster. He said that, you know, even though he feels good, you know, and he was out there shooting his jump shot looked really good, uh, in drills and such. Uh, but you know, he said he feels good. He looked good, but he doesn't have full medical clearance for contact. Uh, so, you know, in the drill work, he didn't do anything where there was a defense and he didn't take part in the five on five scrimmages and he won't participate in either summer league. Although both Herder and Bembry said that they are going to travel to Utah and Las Vegas. Um, they were both, both Herder and Bembry, you know, they were doing some stuff, some work on the bicycle while the scrimmage was taking place. Uh, but other than that, you know, there wasn't, there wasn't too much. In, and like I said before, neither one will, uh, will take part in the actual on-court stuff for Summer League. Okay, about the scrimmage. Um, the teams were such that most of the roster Hawks, if we call them that, the, the, the players scheduled, uh, the players under contract for 2018-19, most of those players were on the same team. That was the gray team. Uh, they had the gray jerseys on, and, and the starting lineup for that team was uh, John Collins, Amari Spellman, Trey Young, Tyler Dorsey, 
and Antonius Cleveland was the fifth person out there. Um, Lloyd Pierce said that those five players, along with Jalen Morris, being the six Hawks under contract for next season, that they were kind of a focus for what happens in these summer leagues, and that's who he's looking at most, and those will be the players that he anticipates to be the starters and such. So he said that they were going to be a focal point for what happens over the next couple of weeks. Um, today, Morris was on the other squad. Um, so that gray team also had a couple of substitutes. Uh, let's see here. Get my notes together. The, the substitutes with them were Brandon Sampson and Jock Landale. Uh, the gray team won the scrimmage. As far as I can tell, it looked uh, they won 45 to 31. I'm not sure exactly what the format was. I think it was something like uh, four six-minute quarters. The interesting part there is, you know, they were playing with referees five on five. Uh, you know, pretty much just simulate it like a game. Although they were playing with an 18-second shot clock to emphasize pace, uh, as Pierce would say afterward. And, and you know, with that 18-second shot clock, uh, one thing that you happened many, many times was uh, when the shot clock got within five, you know, the people on the sidelines would start, you know, ticking the clock off saying five, four, three, two, one, so that, you know, the players knew that the end of that short shot clock was coming. Um, Trey Young looked good. Uh, as I noted online on the ATL and 29 Twitter account, at the end of that fourth quarter, if there were four, I didn't actually keep count. But you know, at the at the very end of the last segment of that scrimmage, uh, as you know, the clock was ticking down in the last couple of seconds, he fired up a shot, and uh, it was probably about forty-five feet. Uh, he kind of shot it in the motion of almost like a chest pass, kind of went off his left leg and just kind of floated it up there, and he banked it in from just inside of midcourt. Uh, Hawks legend Bob Rathbun said that he, he peeked at the camera before he took it. I'm not sure. I, I didn't see that part of it, but, but it was a heck of a shot. Um, there was an earlier instance in, the, in that scrimmage where Trey Young you know, took a shot behind the four-point line and made it. Um, and I don't think they were scoring it as four points, as, as Pierce has said numerous times. That line is out there for spacing purposes, um, but you know he has that kind of range, and to get his shot off, you know he, I'm sure he'll be taking some shots from that type of distance. And on the next possession, you know he drew the defense in, drove, and, and set up Tyler Dorsey for a corner three. So you know, he can use that type of shot to to leverage some spacing for him and his teammates. Uh, you could see that uh, with Trey Young, you know he was he was playing on the ball. He was essentially the point guard for that team. When he was off, Tyler Dorsey was functioning like the point guard. Um, but Trey Young was working at the point, and you know the other team uh, put a fair amount of emphasis into pressuring him full court he was getting a lot of pressure full court even before he got the ball they were making him work to even take the entry pass to bring the ball up the court 
Um, so you could see that I think the, the, the defense was emphasizing kind of being really physical with him, try to get him used to the, the type of uh, roughness he might see, you know, the other teams might be trying to send his way. And so you could see that, that type of action. He looked okay on defense. Trey Young looked good on defense. One of the things that I noticed uh, defensively was, you know, when when the Hawks would defend a pick and roll with either a trap or, you know, a help defender, a third help defender that would have to get into a pick and roll when they were uh, when they were flooding the strong side with an extra defender. Uh, when the other team, when the, the team with the black jerseys rotated the ball to the weak side, uh, a couple of times, you know, that, that, that pass to the opposite corner, uh, you know, normally over NBA defenders, that's kind of a tricky pass. It's a long pass. A lot of time that gets picked off. But, you know, they, you know, they weren't really having any trouble getting that one past Trey Young. So, you know, that's just one of the, one of the ways where you know him not being the biggest defender comes into play a little bit. A lot of times you think about it being you know an on the ball thing with size, but for him, you could see that weak side pass get over his his head a couple of times when he was defending the opposite corner. Uh, you know, just in terms of the offense, you know, they're they're some of the players when they spoke afterwards. You know, they said it's really only been a couple of days that that Pierce has been sort of installing plays and installing principles. And this was a rough scrimmage. You could hear a couple of times where, you know, they were said, they were saying you were allowed to play certain types of defenses where other times you were practicing other types of defenses. So they were just getting a feel for things. Um, but in terms of the offense, you, there was a noticeable effort in terms of at least the gray team, the starters, you know, a lot of the offense was going to begin with, John Collins at the elbow, and to a lesser extent, maybe Omari Spellman at the elbow. That was a, a focal point. You know, with the 18-second shot clock, they didn't always get into those actions, maybe with the, the speed that they're going to be uh, asked to get into those plays as they get more familiar with it. But you could see that that was an initial starting point for a lot of the actions that they were going to run. Uh, defensively, uh, from what we saw from that gray team, they seemed to put the the black team, the, the you know the regular players, were put in some of the summer league players on the line quite a bit. Uh, with Spellman and Collins under the rim, they were blocking a lot of shots, but they were also committing a fair number of fouls. Uh, it seemed like the player who took the most free throw attempts was probably Zach Smith from, from the black Jersey team. Um, he drew a, a number of fouls inside. You could hear some of the coaches talking with Spellman and Collins about, you know, they were just preaching the principles of verticality of, you know, keeping your arms straight up so as not to draw the foul. And so there was, there was a fair bit of discussion about that and, you know, it was it was a fairly physical practice, and, and speaking of physicality, with those same two players, uh, one of the things that you know we saw again with with the full court pressure on Trey Young. Um, at one point, you know, as as Young was facing that kind of pressure and had just gotten over mid court and around the three or four point line, there, uh, Collins came and said a really physical 
uh, a really physical screen to free Young from some of that contact. And, you know, when he was talking after the scrimmage, you know, he kind of hinted that that's going to be one of the kinds of things that he's going to have to do uh, to help Trey Young out. As far as some of the other players, uh, Alpha Caba was there. He was playing for uh, the black jersey team. Um, I think he was still getting used to some of the plays. I think he was, you know, still getting a feel for some of the principles that that they're putting in offensively and defensively. Uh, he had some nice putbacks. He's enormous. Uh, you know, he's a big physical presence down low. After the scrimmage, uh, Alpha Kaba was working with Greg Foster. I think they were kind of feeling out some of his uh, his footwork and balance on his jump shot, just kind of fine-tuning and tweaking some things on the opposite end of the court. But that looked like the focus of his individual work uh, after the scrimmage. As for some of the other guys, uh, Jalen Adams is uh, with the Hawks on a two-way contract. And, you know, I'm going to have to keep an eye on him over the next couple of weeks to see, you know, what he's doing out there on the court. But the one thing that, that he's definitely really great at is shooting. I mean, he has a, a just a wonderful jump shot, uh, you know, both in the scrimmage and the drill work before the scrimmage and the individual work after the scrimmage. He's just a lights out shooter. I mean, he, he did not miss a lot of shots. So uh, I'm excited to see uh, what kind of uh, offensive impact he has and how that shooting ability is leveraged here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, just to kind of f flesh out the full details of the scrimmage uh, for the black team, uh, the starters were Robert Johnson, Jalen Morris, Junior Robinson, Zach Smith, and Zach Lede. As I mentioned previously, you know, Zach Smith did a good job getting to the foul line. Uh, he definitely took a lot of free throws. I'm not sure that he, you know, maybe the percentage wasn't great, but the amount of times he got to the line was really good. Alpha Cabo was coming off the bench for the black team. Zach Lede in some of the drill work and individual work, you know, he's he's shooting shots from the outside, but, you know, his mechanic is a little bit awkward. It's, I'm not sure that, that that's an NBA-level jump shot that he has. Junior Junior Robinson is only 5'5", 150 pounds. He's, he looks like a really good shooter, point guard, can control the offense, but he's he's not very large. Jalen Morris looked pretty good. You know, looked, looked uh, you know, he's probably the most athletic person on, on the black team. Uh, a couple of times he kind of got into the paint with a Euro step, though, and, and got himself in no man's land. Uh, you know, Collins and Spellman were trying to challenge everything in there. And, you know, a couple of times he got got into the paint without really uh, a plan to finish. And he got kind of stuck on a couple of Euro steps, uh, having to make a difficult play. I think that's just about it. I'll, I'll put in some full audio of uh, Coach Pierce and some of the players uh, speaking afterwards, including Trey Young, Omari Spellman, Kevin Herter, uh, John Collins, Tyler Dorsey. I'm just going to put it all here in full uh, to get this up quickly and, and let you get a hear for what they all had to say after practice. Uh, and in those uh, post-interview scrums, uh, when Trey Young was done, 
Omari Spellman took over, Trey Young left, but then a couple minutes later, Trey Young was back and he'd evidently uh, commandeered somebody's video recorder and was, was acting like he was the videographer for that segment. So it was an interesting moment. Ah, and there goes my wonderful phone. I've got to kill that thing. <laughs> All right, so I'm just gonna clip in the audio Before I go one last little bit here, Lloyd Pierce, you know, was out there coaching during the scrimmage, but he was kind of a freelancer. Uh, the grade team uh, was being coached by Chris Gent and Greg Foster. And the black team was being coached by uh, Melvin Hunt and Marlon Garnett. You know, in in terms of the scrimmage, you know, they were calling timeouts, diagramming plays, and things like that. So, uh, you know, there was definitely a, a big coaching element, um, and, and that's how they they split it up in terms of that. So it, it seemed like uh, Gent was calling the majority of the stuff uh, for the you know the we'll call them the starters, and and Hunt was calling the uh, the majority of stuff for the opposite team. All right, to the audio, uh, we'll go, and uh, thanks for listening. Uh, before I sign off, let me just say that, uh, you know, if you want to rate the podcast, let us have it. We're, we're happy to, to hear your feedback, any comments you have. I'll try to uh, keep you posted over the next little bit here. I am traveling to Utah, so I'll be uh, bringing you as much coverage as I can from the three games there. And, uh, you know, if you want to rate our podcast, you know, make sure you give us at least 13 or 14 stars. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Have a good one. Uh, not clear yet, but um, as you can see, I'm shooting, working out and everything like that. So it's uh, still a process, but I'm almost back. Not, not quite yet. Any idea what the timetable would be as far as to be fully clear? Um, not really. Um, it's not really a timetable. I'm just trying to make sure. Everything feels great, and mm -hmm. not try to rush back. Just make sure I'm ready for the for the season when, it, when it's ready, when it's time. So I'm just trying to take my time, make sure I'm 100 percent, and be ready when it's time. Once it is clear, what are your plans as far as this summer? Uh, well, I'm definitely planning on playing uh, playing at team camp, mm -hmm. uh, practicing at team camp, and all of that. So hopefully, this before then, most likely should be. Mm -hmm. But uh, for the most part, um, like I said, just trying to be 100 percent, so I don't have any back. Back falls with uh, any more injuries this year. I dealt with that way too much last year, so I'm trying to get my body right this summer and get ready. Any? Are you going to travel as for yeah, these I mean, trips? I, I've been here all summer, uh, so I'm definitely wanting to be around the new coaching, new coaching staff. Uh, definitely want to be around some of the new guys that's coming in, like Trey and the rest of the guys. So um, I've been here just working out. I was planning on playing team uh, some, a couple of summer. Summer league games, but I'm not clear so far. So I'm still going to be out there with the team just so I can get used to everybody and just build a bond. Coach Pierce, I mean, new coach, new kind of style, new voice. What's your initial impressions of him and, and kind of how he's going to run things? Yeah, as you, as you know, it's his first head coaching job. So I, I think he's still getting used to it as well. Mm -hmm. But the fact that there's so many younger guys, um, I think it, it'll be easier for him to mold some of the young guys because a, a lot of us are second year, first year, third year players. So um, I think he could easily mold us in together and tell us how to play, what to do and stuff like that. So I think all of the coaching staff will still have CJ with us this year from last year. So I think just everybody just going out playing hard as young young players do, 
I think it might be easy for Coach Pierce to come in and just take control. I feel like there's... Yeah, I mean, they've been here, what, about a week or two now, so um, there's a lot of talent, a lot of talent. Uh, all of these guys came from high major schools, so um, they're, they're used to the high, t high major li level talent, so um, I, I think we'll be pretty good, especially with Trey, we added a lot of shooting. Um, so, I mean, I, I feel confident in the guys that's here and looking forward to getting out there and playing with them. Any advice you've given them, any the young guys? Uh, I mean, just, just little stuff. Um, with, you know, like like uh, we all just say with the coaching staff, just keep playing, stuff like that. You miss a shot, it's going to the next one. Um, Trey's been missing a couple shots just practicing. He's acting like he's frustrated. And I'm just like, <laughs> you're one of the best shooters in college. So just, just come out here, relax, and play a game, and that'll take you where you need to go. What's happening? How you doing, Coach? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Trying to get my voice. <laughs> <laughs> First oh, questions, we're probably just curious about all the guys after the first two days of training camp. I think, um, you know, just for me personally, the excitement of just being on the floor and seeing some of the old guys with some of the new guys and just uh, filling out the energy. This is step one of creating a team, creating some chemistry, just using their energy with our staff as well. Uh, so it's been great. I think two days of practice, knowing that we're playing on Monday, it's going to be a lot of fun. But, uh, you know, for Trey, a guy who hasn't played probably in the last three months, and now he gets to play five on five. He didn't do any of that in the workouts. This is this is a lot of just good energy. You see him interacting with his teammates right now, and you're seeing him out on the floor trying to figure guys out. But I think we feel really good about where he is and just seeing his skill set. And then with Amari, um, you know, He's learning the NBA automatically. It's already, you see, like, the energy and the intensity kind of gets you in trouble as well. But uh, he's able to stretch the floor. He's able to run out there and uh, get down the floor and present at the rim. But what you know about him, his intensity, all of that is real. We've already felt that in two days. When you talk about team building, what are some of the, the themes that you use for that process? Our biggest word, yeah, our biggest word right now, Michael, has been touches and a lot of high fives. We want to have connectivity between our players, between our staff. We want to have connectivity with our offense. We're going to be running a lot of motion, especially in summer league. And everybody gets to touch the basketball. So touches is a big word that we're using thus far, but really it's just we want to have fun playing together and we also want to be connected. I notice you're using the 16 second clock. Is that, is that a standard for you? Yeah, they're all young. <laughs> so I don't think we need to walk the ball up in summer league. Uh, so it's really, you know, it's, it's a good assessment for us. Let's, let's evaluate where they are in terms of condition. Um, everyone talks about pace, the pace of the game. So we want to see how these guys can play fast and then what decisions they make when they're playing fast. And that's that to me, that's the biggest part. It's not how fast you play. It's the decisions that you make when you're in quick decision making. They're coming from a 30-second shot clock and now to a 24-second shot clock. There isn't time to reset, reload, call a new play. you got to make quick decisions. So we might as well take advantage of it now. I know you said last week that it would be different for you to have to, to delegate some of your authority. Um, you're starting that now. How, how's that process going for you? This part's easy. I've done Summer League, I believe, five times. And the beauty of Summer League is when you get your first opportunity as a head coach, and I've done this before, 
that's the first responsibility is to delegate. You gotta, you gotta kind of let go of the rope a little bit. So I've already done this. This is easy. I really just want to be able to evaluate the guys and just sit back and coach from afar. But I'm also learning more about my staff. Just learning where to position those guys, their responsibilities, and letting them interact with the players as well. How did it feel? You've done this five times, but how did it feel knowing this will be you going in a couple months in that role? You know, I haven't overthought it. Um, again, I want to help my staff, kind of empower those guys, put them in positions where they get to work with the players. Um, the excitement for me is just being out with the guys that I know are going to be here for a long time and just starting to build that relationship and starting to build that connection with them. Um, so it's been good. We're inputting a lot, probably uh, more than we think we should be doing right now. But once you got them, you just the coaching side comes out and the player side comes out and the competitiveness comes out. and. We want to give them everything. And so we've got to channel that. I have to channel that myself. But I'm excited. I'm more excited just to be on the floor um, to overdo the role. It's not that serious. Or you go to Utah, where you uh, have in mind any certain combinations or lineups that you want to use? Is that kind of yeah, thing? no, I mean, we're going to stick with our guys. And I say our guys, meaning, you know, Trey, John, uh, Tyler, Antonius, Jalen, and Amari, the guys that, you know, are already on the roster. Mm -hmm. And all the guys know that everyone's going to get an opportunity to play. If they're here and they're in this gym, we're going to play everybody. But we're, we definitely have to focus on the guys that are on the roster, making sure they start their chemistry, their cohesiveness, and uh, just get a lot of minutes. We want to collect as much information of all those guys and then give them a player development plan for the rest of the summer. So they, they need the minutes for us to evaluate and assess, and then we'll be able to build from there as they go through the rest of the summer. You were on a radio show the other day, and you said something about Omari in a drill setting a record. Yeah. What, what, what are the so it's the, I believe they call it the beat test, and it's just a timed running test that all of our guys do. We can assess their uh, conditioning, and it's basically you just run until you can't run anymore, and it's a sequence of up backs. Uh, I think he got 36. I think the prior record was uh, Damian Lee uh, with 33, and I don't know if that was just this summer, but that was what we had on the board. So. Amari got 36, Trey got 35. So we had two guys break the record on their first try, which was good to see. And Amari, being the competitive guy that he is, he dived at the end of it, so he made sure he got his 36. For um, early practice, was that a physical practice compared to normally say out of the gate? No, you know, in summer league, you take advantage of their energy. They're all excited to be here. They've got nervous energy. They've got excited energy. So we have to put them in a competitive situation. Now we've gone two days, and we'll come back tomorrow. We'll compete a little bit tomorrow, but we'll also be smart and tone it back. This Tomorrow will be the third day. Sunday will be the fourth day, and then we're playing Monday and Tuesday. So this is my first job as a coach to manage minutes and manage the load and manage the responsibility of the players. We've got to be smart in addition to going hard. You'll be on the court Sunday before you travel? We will. We'll just shoot and script. We won't do any contact. We won't do anything heavy. We'll come in and let the guys, what we say, smell the gym. Feel good about being in here, get their rhythm shots up, heading into you know, what could be two, two and a half weeks of basketball, maybe three. Um, so before we get on the plane, hopefully guys feel good about themselves and where they are. What about um, John and Tyler? They're sophomores. How much you got to know them. Sophomores, they're like serious vets compared to the rest <laughs> of these guys. <laughs> no, it, you know, for me, it's great. It's great to have John. Uh, you know, he's all second team NBA rookie. We presented his uh, award to him in the middle of practice. And 
for a guy that's already had a pretty good rookie year to come back and feel like he wants to get better and he wants to play with some of the young guys and gain even more experience heading into a second season, I think that says a lot about his character and his work ethic. And the same thing with Tyler. You know, I've been here, I got hired with May 11th. I think Tyler's been here pretty much every day, Monday through Friday. He's in the gym. He's consistently coming back at night to shoot. So, again, two guys that are in their second year, they're both trying to get better. They're both putting in the work. But I think it speaks more to their character than, than anything else. Thank you, guys. See you Monday. All right. Take care. Look out there. Appreciate it. Are you guys all? Are you guys all being Utah? I'm going to Utah, but not Vegas. Really? Yes. Greatly, Coach Pierce. Just in these few days that I've been here, uh, I've already learned so much from him. Um, he, he's been awesome for me, and uh, like I said, this is just the beginning with Coach Pierce. And I'm excited to, to spend the season with him, and I know everybody else in the team is too. Some of the main things he, he's hit on. He said he's trying to, you know, kind of turn to build the team chemistry. What's some of the main things he's hit on? Yeah, yeah. I mean, mainly that building team chemistry. Uh, right now, figuring out plays, different, different styles, and how um, how he wants his point guard to run his plays and stuff. For me personally, that's how uh, that's the thing I've been taking from him and um, just trying to learn and pick his pick his brand best I can. So the 16 second clock is that just he wants you guys? He wants to, yeah. He wants to push the pace. He wants yeah. to push the pace and. Uh, push it, push it fast offensively, and uh, he knows with, I mean, the guards we have on this team, and with me pushing it, I mean, we can get the ball up quick and with really good wings and bigs that can run. Uh, I mean, that that can only help us. You like that pace? Yeah, I mean, that's the pace I, I played in college. Uh, super fast, uh, always running, different things like that. I mean, you have really good teammates, like I do, and um, I mean here, who are very athletic, uh, who really shoot the ball. I mean, it makes my job a whole lot easier. What do you think is going to be the biggest adjustment as you get used to the different rules, different teammates? What do you, what do you think the biggest thing to pick up will be? Well, the biggest thing for me is just knowing, I mean, I'm coming to a new team, uh, you know, with new teammates, just knowing, figuring out how they play, like where they like their spots on the court, uh, where they like to shoot the ball, where they like their passes, different things like that, just figuring out my new teammates. Um, and so far it's been great. I mean, we've been doing things off the court. Uh, as well as on the court, so I mean that, that's a big thing for me. First impressions of John Collins, the chemistry you're building. You seem yeah. to find him on the court. Yeah, no, yeah, he's he's exciting. He's so fun to play with. Um, I mean, we haven't played a game with each other against other people besides my teammates, but uh, I mean, I can't wait to, to get it going with him. He's a really good player, uh, very athletic, very smart player. Um, overall, he's just a really good player. I mean, today I, I think he got his award for being second team all all rookie. Uh, which is big, big for him. It was really cool for me to see that, and I uh, mean, congratulate him on that, which is, is really, really cool. Push, push you to play with Amari. Oh, Amari, uh, funny. Uh, Amari, a, a, a two different type of guy. Um, on the court, he's very competitive. We'll, we'll do whatever it takes to win. Um, even these little drills, even when there's drills that you're not even competing against somebody, he's 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 going hard at it. Uh, I mean, he's just being a competitor, and I mean, that's something I love about uh, Amari. And then off the court, he's, he's hilarious. Everybody tell you, he's, he's the funniest dude. Coming out of breaks, it seems like nobody wants to be last. What is that? Yeah, no, I mean, uh, no, one, no one wants to be last. I mean, um, and Coach Pierce talks about you don't want to be the last person, so everybody's running their hardest. 
in, in everything we do. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm, that's, that's fine. I mean, that makes it competitive. Making it better, too. But coming back from the breaks that y'all take, it seems like, is it the last person that stood up and down, or what was that? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, after, the, after the buzzer, uh, if you shoot a shot and you miss it after the buzzer, then you got to run. But if you shoot a shot and you make it, I mean, you're good, because he likes shot making. So that's what he told us today. So I, I shot a few. I think I shot two after the buzzer. I hit them both. Luckily, uh, so I didn't have to run. Looks like Trey missed one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tyler missed Tyler one. Missed Tyler missed one. one. I think Jalen missed one. So they had to run. Have you been um, probably been getting a lot of advice for the NBA? What have you taken in about summer league? What have people told you to? Any advice for that? Uh, I mean, just to enjoy it. I mean, it's a lot. It's different from I mean, actual games in the NBA, but it's also very similar. Um, so just enjoy it, have fun, and. Uh, Go out and compete. I mean, this is the first time I'll be able to put on a jersey and compete. I mean, at the NBA level, so uh, just go out and have fun and I mean, enjoy it. You set goals for summer league at all, or? I mean, I, I want to win every game. Uh, that's just me. I know everybody. Everybody on this team wants to win every game. We want to go to Utah, have a great showing, and then go to Vegas to win the biggest summer league. And uh, that, that's I know that's what everybody wants to do, and that's, I know that's why we're working so hard uh, here because we want to. Have a great showing for uh, assembly. Thanks, Ray. Yeah. Thank you. Oh man. Oh, I'm gonna hurt somebody. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Tell him. Call my mom. You need to call for my. Uh, then you're in trouble. Two five three number. My mama. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him. Coach Pierce was telling us how he's kind of trying to build a team. Uh, what are some of his things as far as? Uh, how he wants you guys to be as a group? Uh, definitely, you know, he, he emphasizes defense first. You know, he wants us to basically be like a, uh, I mean, like a unit, a unit at all times, basically helping everybody, everybody responsible for, you know, theirs. And then, you know, if somebody gets beat, which guys get beat all the time in the NBA, he wants us to, you know, help each other, help the helper, um, and so on and so forth, to, to be a good team. And, you know, the offense will come, uh, but he wants us to be sound defensively for sure. Saw the 16 second clock and he wants to push the pace. What's that mean for you, Bigs? Definitely means I got to run. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've been running a lot last year, uh, but it looks like nothing's going to be changing. I'm going to be keeping the fast pace when he wants to, wants me, or, you know, and all the guys really to you know, make consistent efforts to run the floor, box, seal, run up on all these screens, spin and rolls, and constant movement so the guards can get open and get shots and we can get shots. Early impressions of the new coaching. I know it's early, but how do you like the atmosphere? Definitely a, a lot more lax, you know, um, a lot younger. Uh, so I think that helps a little bit, just the communication-wise, being able to have younger coaches to interact with. I think they kind of get a little bit more than the older coaches, just because it's age, it's the age gap. So I think that helps a lot um, in us just communicating and having overall, you know, good chemistry with each other. With um, Trey and Omari, are you telling them anything now that they were in your footsteps a year ago you went through this? Are you giving them any advice or anything? Yeah, and it's actually kind of cool because they're, they're the type of cats where even on their second day of training camp, um, they can tell me stuff too. You know, I, I, on the first day, I kind of, you know, trying to be the leader. And then they felt like, well, if he's talking to me, I'm going to talk back to him. I think uh, it's good to build that early. Us, you know, being able to yell at each other or communicate with each other. And go back and focus on focus back to the work on the court and uh, execute. Um, definitely very skilled guys. Uh, definitely uh, that uh, defensive string. We're kind of like a string off each other. Uh, really talking to each other a lot and 
Another guy with a lot of balance can shoot the three. And then Trey's game speaks for itself. I mean, his ability to pass, uh, pass the ball. I know guys are going to put a lot of pressure on him. So it's um, our job as bigs, you know, try to get him open so he can get his shots off and get us open shots as well. So um, Trey's going to be a star. It's just a matter of him getting used to, you know, the NBA speed and um, style. And then we go from there. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. First time I ask a question. You win the big scrum way. Yeah. So what's been your impressions of these practices with Coach Pierce and you know, some NBA players? Oh, man, it's been fun, man. Uh, first day was a little rough. Uh, second day, I just wanted to come back a lot stronger, a lot better. Um, I think that showed today. I think we had a better practice today because I think guys settled in and we started to learn the, the offense and, and uh, learn each other better. So it was just a, a better day overall. I see the 16 second clock and he's really stressing, pushing the, pushing the pace. What's that like for you, Diggs? Um, it's not too bad, man. Like long as you know if you're in good shape, it's, it's not really hard to adjust to. Just getting shots up quicker, man. So. Playing with that pace for someone like me who shoots the three ball and, and likes to get out in transition, I like it. I love it. So um, it's just definitely been fun and, and fast paced. Is there a big? Is there? Is there a lot of distinction between what you do on the court and what John does on the court? Or are you just kind of the two bigs out there? Yeah, man. I think we're both playmakers, distributors, scorers, man. Just complete basketball players, man. John is very good basketball player, man. So I don't, I don't really think in terms of roles or what we do, we're much different. We both got to rebound, shoot, pass, same thing. Coach was talking about you uh, setting the record in that deep drill. How, how, tell us what happened. Oh, man, you hear a lot of stuff like he's out of shape, he's not quick, he's not this, he's not that. I wanted to prove a point. Um, that was my thought process going into it. I saw the record was 33. I got 36, it was me and Trey. I wanted to be the last person standing. Once Trey stopped, I was like, all right, let me just go ahead and finish this off. So that's how it happened. How competitive are you out there? I thought with a lot of blocks, you're going full force. Yeah, man, I want to I want to compete at the highest level possible, man. Everything I do, I do it a purpose. I want to win. Um, losing disturbs me, honestly. So um, it's just something I try to bring to this team and just compete and go as hard as I can. What's it like been playing with Trey two days? Man, he's extremely talented, man. He's fun to play with. He pushes the pace. He finds guys. I think guys focus on him as a scorer a lot, man. He's an underrated. Well, not underrated because he led the country in assists. <laughs> but I think he's a really, a really good and willing passer, man. And that's something that, you know, I've definitely taken away from, from watching him these past two days in practice, man. He just is really unselfish. And he's just got the court vision out there, and he's found you and John several times. And I mean, yeah, man, we just try to put ourselves in positions for him to see us. He's going to have the ball in his hands a lot, man. So we trust him in whatever read he makes. That's really it for us. You're talking about how funny you are. You have a story from his past week of being around Atlanta. What's your best story? Give me a funny story. My best story. Probably yesterday we were at an event, and we were speaking um, and Trey and Kev were like, yeah, I remember going to this camp with me and Trey, and they completely forgot I was at the camp. So it was just, it was just like one of those moments where it was like, wow. But, you know, you know, the 30th pick is less low. Speaking of Trey. What up, bro? Good on camera. How's it Trey? You're looking really fresh right now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're looking a little... 
Oh, man, hold on, hold on. Get that. Um, I know it hasn't been very long with this new coaching staff, but what's kind of your, your first impressions of this new group? New group? Uh, it's a great, great staff um, Lloyd put together. Um, I've been all summer with the, uh, me, John, and the guys that have been here. We've been working out all summer. and um, Coach Lloyd and the staff have um, been working with us and has a review for me these last two, two months. Um, they're really good. They're really good. They're very hands-on. Um, Lloyd's been putting in uh, the new offense and new defense these last couple days, so we're picking that up. But um, it's been going really well. I'm, um, I'm enjoying every coach and um, been um, working out because I've been here all all June, so I've been working out with different coaches every day, getting the feel, getting to, get to know them better. What are some of his main themes offensively and defensively, like the things he wants you guys to focus on? Um, offensively, um, just attacking early and um, moving the ball and having great spacing and um, defensively, um, there's different adjustments from last year that he, he likes to do, but um, nothing really different. But um, playing more um, up, up tempo, um, getting into guys more, and um, playing grimier on defense. Eddie, you ended the season like last 10 games, um, highest ever, and then uh, career high the last week of the season. And how do you feel? Is, is it continuing? Uh, definitely. Um, I, I felt like I ended the season pretty well. And, um, I've just been leading that into my summer, trying to get better and just um, build off that into next year. Um, been working hard um, this whole summer, and um, summer league is just a, another step for us and the team. And um, after that, it's, just, it's a long summer. It's, it's about, about work. And um, I've been trying to put that in. Last year from this year. Last year, new, everything's brand new now. You're a veteran. What's the difference? Um, the difference is I definitely feel that the year helps a lot. Um, you learn a lot. You just learn a lot throughout the year. And um, experience, you can't you can't um, give that to somebody. So um, having that year in my belt, now I know what's, what to look for and what, what's going to come ahead. So um, just going into the summer and just um, trying to um, help the team, help have a good summer league with these new guys and the young guys and um, just helping them lead because I have that ex one year experience under me and just um, going into the summer summer league like that. Speaking of the new guys, what's the first impressions of playing with the um, The last two days, got to play with him a little bit. Um, Trey, um, like coming out of college, he's a great facilitator, can shoot the ball well. Amari, very energetic big that runs the floor athletic and also can shoot it. And um, Kevin, he's hurt, so. We didn't really get to see him, but um, it's been a, it's been it's been just a, trying to build ke uh, build chemistry as the last two days, getting to know the guys, getting to know what they do best, and um, just going out there in summer league and then just just finding a way and figuring it out on the fly. Any advice you give to the younger guys? Um, just little things to going into summer league and just going into just coming into the league. The little things I learned from last year and seeing. And the adjustments they're gonna have to make, I'm gonna try to help them so it can be more smoothly for them. But for any rookie, you're gonna you're gonna hit walls and hit hit adjustments you have to make. So it's um it's gonna be coming down to them making those adjustments. But as, as for me, I just help them try to give them a heads up. How's the hand feel? It's doing better. Uh, it's still taking it easy. Shooting a lot of left-handed shots, but it's getting there. Still got about two and a half weeks to go. How much work have you been doing? A lot more than I thought. <laughs> yeah, every day since I've gotten here. Um, you know, I've been doing as much as I can with the team. Anytime we get up and down where it's contact, I'll get out. But I was usually getting about a half hour just for the coach doing a, you know, all left-handed type of stuff. And what's it like kind of 
watch more from the sideline as you start out? It's frustrating. You know, I want to be out there. A lot of the coaches are coming up, asking me if I'm bored yet. And, uh, you know, we're competitors. We're in the NBA now. You know, we want to be out there and play. I feel like it's an opportunity to, like, just get that left hand as good as it's ever been? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, I, I'm pretty sure when I come back, hopefully, uh, you know, I can switch off either hand. But my left hand's definitely getting better. I'm trying to get out to a three-point line. <laughs> Early impressions on playing with um, Amari and Trey? It's been great so far. Uh, you know, we've learned to get to know each other off the court a lot. Obviously, I haven't been out, out there yet, but you know, Amari's a competitor. Trey really can control the game when he wants to, so I'm really excited to get started with him. You have a good Amari story, comparing how funny he is. So. <laughs> uh, Amari's just goofy, man. Yeah, we always talk about his two personalities. On the court, he's a whole different guy than he is off the court. And uh, I'm, I'll let you guys see that for yourself at some point. What are they? What are, what's he like on the court? He's angry. You know, he plays really hard. He's a competitor. Off the court, he's goofy. He's dancing around. And uh, they don't really make much sense, but he's definitely two different people. And have you gotten any advice for starting out your career or for going into summer league or anything? Everyone just says be a sponge. You know, just soak in anything that the veterans are saying and that the coaches are saying, especially sitting out. It's a good opportunity for me to learn a lot and be around the coaches on the bench and on the sidelines. So just trying to be out here and be a sponge. What have you learned from him so far? You know, Coach Perry's just, he, he has a lot of stories. And uh, we had, when we all first got here on Monday, we all went out to eat and he had a lot of stories about different players he'd been with throughout the league and different guys, how they took care of their body, how they worked out. And, you know, he gave us a book to read. And, uh, you know, especially being young, being 19, anytime you can learn from someone that's been around the game like him, it's really uh, beneficial. What book? It's, uh, it's a book about habits and developing the right habits. Yeah. Uh, your name's officially on the roster. Are you, like, holding out hope that, like, the tail end of summer league that you get in, or is that not a possibility? Or No, it's, it's not a possibility. I, uh, my dog's appointment is scheduled for after summer league, and uh, even if I was back, I haven't been working out, you know, with my right hand doing all that, so I wouldn't have played regardless. What do you think is going to be the biggest adjustment? You see some of the athletes and the style of the game as coach starts to put in the play, but what do you think is going to be the biggest adjustment for you? Uh, you know, just... Same thing with college. You know, college was a step up from high school. Every single person you're on the court with is really, really good. And uh, you know, coming to this next level, you really got to stick to your strengths and stick to what got you here and fine tune again your strengths. And uh, everyone out here can really play. Everyone out here is athletic, plays up near the rim, and so you got to figure out different ways to be effective. Thank you. Cool. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. Oops, sorry. No, you're getting. I was making sure. Check out John doing the same thing. Like, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta look behind me. I, I,